humans rejoice. Those that hear this message have been chosen by the universe to keep alive. Though you may have lost loved ones, your lives now have greater meaning. You now serve your new god and savior, Thanos. Because of him, you will not worry about food, shelter, or resources for a long time to come. Give thanks and loyalty to the almighty Titan. You belong to Thanos now, and for that reason alone, you shall be forever grateful. Well, seriously, enjoy the show. You're gonna love it. Not so super Welcome to another episode of Those Not-So-Super Dudes, where a bunch of us normal people get together and discuss the amazing worlds of comic book superheroes and supervillains. Uh, I'm Jordan Smith. And I'm Alec McCann. And joining us in the and studio is Kirsty. Hello! And, uh, as promised, this entire episode will be nothing but Avengers Infinity War, uh, which released about two weeks ago once this airs. So I feel like that's a decent amount of time for us to discuss this. And if you haven't seen it, then I suggest not listening Just to this until you, until you yeah, see it. Yeah, don't listen. You should listen. know. You should, you should know. I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you. If you're you see, an adult. It's going to be titled Not So Super Infinity War. Like, I, I feel like if you're going to click on it to listen to it... You should know. You should know. You're an adult. You can read, hopefully. And uh, let's be I mean, fair. So Jordan's seen it three times. I've seen it twice. You've had enough time. Yeah, there's been more than enough time. I saw it twice in one week. No, I'm sorry, I saw it three times in one week. Yep. Yes, I had to yeah. think about the fact that, yeah, Thursday might have been part of a different week, but in still that span of time. It was, in the span was of a week. week, you've seen it three times. I have, I have. I've only seen it once, so we've got different <laughs> levels of, uh, different levels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where do we want to start? Oh, God. Okay, well, um, well, first off. Let me just ask how you guys uh, felt about it without really uh, getting into it too much, because we're really we're really gonna dive into it. But I want to know what your overall uh, opinion of it was, uh, Alec. What, what what was your overall opinion? Um, I had to pee after twenty minutes, but I held it for two hours. <laughs> hey man, that That's takes dedication. I've been through that pain. That is absolute dedication. And if you're willing to sit through agonizing pain for two and a half hours because you have to pee, and you just don't want to miss With anything. My children. Yeah, I had my children with me too. I took them to go see it. <laughs> I think I saw that picture of you and your son making duck faces, Beautiful. and I was just kind of like, I've never seen that expression on your face before. Beautiful. Well, you have to do a silly expression with the children. Fair enough. Because they they don't know how to take a normal picture. <laughs> well, so, I, I, I've told you, then, I told you when uh, me and my family did uh, family portraits, right? Nope. Well, there was this one time... Oh, I, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to smile. I don't know if I told you. I didn't want to smile for a family portrait. So, like, the woman literally reached, like, down from, like, this, the bottom of her desk and pulled out a fucking rubber ducky and started squeaking it. Now, I was in a good mood that day, and I didn't want to smile for shit, but when she reached out and pulled out that rubber ducky and started squeaking it, I'm an immature child, so I just started laughing. And, of course, now there's pictures of me smiling and laughing. It looks like I'm having a good time, but no, it's because I'm laughing at the fucking rubber ducky. I feel like that's still a good well, I mean, you gotta laugh at the rubber ducky. I mean, I'm 25 now. I think I would still laugh at the rubber ducky. I don't... But so, How Infinity do you not Wars, laugh at a rubber duck? Worth holding pee for two hours so far. I mean, that's that's good. Fair enough. Percy, what it was is. your overall, nope. uh, overall opinion? I enjoyed it. I felt like we, we had uh, speculated a lot of things that wound up happening. 
Um, a lot of death, but uh, like I told you when I left, I still felt like there could have been more death. Yeah, you, you actually felt like more people could have died. And though, and though, like, I felt like some people that I thought was going that was going to die didn't, I, uh... I still felt... I, we got out of there, and she was like, I thought, I wanted more death. I wanted more people to die, and I'm just sitting there, like, I, I was just, like, overall thrown over, I mean, all of the deaths, yes, but there were a couple of them that really hurt. I still felt like they soft-balled um. us. They, they still felt like they had kid gloves, kid gauntlets on for us like for for instance like the whole scene the scene um i don't know how far we want to get ahead because i'm thinking about the scene where um you can, you can talk about whatever you want but uh, once we start like really diving into it we're gonna start at the beginning and then we're okay gonna well then maybe we should just start, dive into the beginning because i've got a lot to say about okay all right things. all right well we're gonna start at the very beginning of this and so when the uh the movie starts we hear the asgardian ship sending out this distress message and everything, um, and they're trying to talk to this big ass ship, which you realize is Thanos' ship, and then you know, you, it starts blasting them, and you know, we really, yeah, yeah just death to pretty yeah. much all as guardians, and then we see Ebony Maul stepping over people and everything, and uh, just kind of making his whole talk about, you know, you are now children of Thanos and shit like that, and uh. And like, that, I feel like we we pretty much start with the ex like the death of an entire race of people. Like, I'm, oh, like almost, what? yeah. Like, I mean, most of them are dead. Like, I, though, I, I have read that Valkyrie made it out. I don't understand how. I don't, they didn't say that. I feel like they if you don't show it. What? But, I mean, they probably went out, took an escape pod, her and Korg and Meek, because they weren't on there either. We didn't Convenient. see them. Convenient. But they could have left, because yeah. if you remember in Ragnarok, Valkyrie left. Uh, the fight when she was fighting when they were all fighting Hela she ran away oh, okay. well I mean she I think she ended up like hiding under like dead bodies of her fallen comrades and shit but yep. she didn't she just hid there while you know while other people got slaughtered well I think it's actually a case of uh, seeing that imminent doom is around and she gathers much like what Thor did in Ragnarok gathers a bunch of people together gets on an escape ship and leaves I mean if you notice the warriors are the only people that are on screen that we notice. Uh, Heimdall and, and Loki and Thor, and we don't notice Hulk until he crashes into Thanos. But you know, um, I think it's very possible that Valkyrie and Korg and all them took off uh, to propagate the species. Not propagate. That's the wrong word. Uh, preserve. Sorry. Preserve. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, which I'm also, uh, I was really, and I keep forgetting it, and I forgot about it every time I went to see it, but I always forgot when Loki is looking at Thanos, and he's like, well, first off, I'm not Asgardian, and secondly, we have a Hulk, and every time that, when he says that, I forget that he said it, so when it happens, it just makes me really excited, and then just watching Hulk attempt to beat the shit out of Thanos is still pretty awesome, but of course he ends up, you know... Yeah, he ends up getting his ass handed to him and uh, and, and, and then saved by uh, Hamdel. 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 And then everybody dies. The well, Loki, Loki The Loki death, death was... Uh, wasn't that was expecting shit. it that quick. I knew it was going to happen, but Ooh, damn, they it? opened up the movie with his death. I could just imagine... Really, like, he looked at me and said, fuck this movie. <laughs> oh, I, I knew I know people that are big Loki fans, so I can imagine them being like, well, what's the point of watching the rest of this oh, movie? You done. just killed off my favorite character. 
It's done. Done. We're done. What I think is um, serious is that death is very likely permanent. Oh, I'm pretty he sure says, it he, is. He says, like, no regenerations this time. I think it was resurrection. Resurrection, yeah. regenerations. Yeah. Same like thing. Dr. Hill. But Bones often think that their plans are foolproof. So that could have just been Thanos thinking, okay, well, they're obviously not going to be able to do undo this. But I think all the deaths that they undo are going to be the ones that were committed when he had the soul gem. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I also am hoping that I'm wrong because Peter Quill without Gamora is just going to be an alcoholic, drug addict person. I See, and, you know, and I've, been, I've, I've been talking about that with people, but honestly, Gamora was one of the ones, I guess, that would die to begin with. I mean, you know, not only because of her connection with Thanos, but because she's actually, like, one of the Guardians I can look at and just be like, I feel like they could survive without her, and I don't want to feel like that. But I can't imagine the team without... I mean, I can imagine them without Mantis, but this movie made me love her a little bit more. So what you're saying is you can easily imagine them without the female characters. That is not what I'm saying. Mantis was just lesser in Guardians 2, though I had you know, an appreciation for her. And then she got better in Infinity War. Um, but they're not going to get rid of characters like Drax and Star-Lord and See, Rocket. Drax, I'm like, eh. He feels more like comic but relief I'm, for me. In the comics, he's supposed to be able to <laughs> defeat Thanos. Okay, that didn't happen in the movie. I know it didn't happen in the movie. That's why I was like, oh, okay. Well, I think part of the reason it didn't work out in the movie that way is because, uh, you know, honestly, I don't know. You're right. Drax should have been able to take Thanos. I mean, he, he was, one of the he was designed that, you know, to kill But you know what? To be fair, folks are supposed to be the same thing. So maybe it's that Thanos is... So powerful that Drax was just like I, I, I'm gonna do my best, but I don't know that this is gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like Drax was created to fight Thanos on an ordinary day, not on a day when he when has all these Infinity yeah. Stones. I mean, that makes sense. So then, yeah, so after everything that happens on the ship and Loki dies, uh, we see Hulk plummet to Earth and he takes over Silver Surfer's spot in the comics as crashing uh, into Doctor Strange's whole uh, sanctorium. And warning them that Thanos was coming. And then so he gets Doctor Strange to contact Tony. And they all get together and they start talking about this big purple dude that's coming down to collect these stones. And uh, not long after that, we end up seeing Ebony Maw and um, uh, Obsidian. Yeah, Cole Obsidian. I had to write his name down because I can't... He's the only one's name I can't ever remember. Though I know they changed it. I can't remember what it, what it was. Was it like Dwarf or something? No. Black Dwarf? Did they call him something? What? I don't even remember them saying a name in the movie. They didn't. We never got a name. The only name they ever said no. in the movie was uh, Ebony Maws. And that was just, and Thanos just said Maw. He didn't even say his full name. Squidward. Okay, <laughs> When he called him, every time he calls him Squidward, I, it makes me laugh. Oh, the he banter looks great. Oh, oh the banter. Good. Oh, it was beautiful. You see, what I think is funny is um, the Hulk is like, you know, beating the shit out of Thanos for a little bit. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, this is cool. This is great. They're going to get away. And then Thanos, out of nowhere, pulls out these Bruce Lee moves. Oh, yeah, he wasn't even, like, trying to really fight him. He was just kind of, like, sidestepping him and giving him a few landings. I was just like, damn. I thought it was well done, though. I oh, remember having the done. thought during that fight scene, like, wow, all of this was done with a computer. 
none of this was actual people. I mean, but they could have had people in, like, the motion-captured suits and stuff. Like, it could have been Josh... Jo Can you imagine Josh Brolin in one of those fucking suits and then, like, Mark Ruffalo in another one and they're just kind of, like, mimicking their fighting and everything? I feel like that would not be eloquent enough to turn into that fight scene. I, I feel like there'd be a lot of ball-grabbing jokes, honestly. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, but it was so good. They do reference the testicular look of his general chin area. That is. <laughs> he looked, Star-Lord yes, looks at him and goes, I'm going to blow that ball sack you, of you a, chin a chin off your face or some shit like that. He also called him Grimace, well, which I, was a beautiful thing. It reminded it reminded me of Men in Black 2 when he's like, he's a ball chinian. <laughs> <laughs> I had never thought of like, that. That's beautiful. As soon as he said ball sack of a chin, I was like, oh my god, she's oh, part of that race. Call Will! Call Will! <laughs> but I did. I was, I was, and, but to see Thanos smack down the Hulk with those, <laughs> I was like, okay. And it was like, he was just, it was like he was fighting a child. Right. Like, you know what I mean? It was like an adult fighting a child with super moves. <laughs> it was just like you. Uh, I, I was, I was, I felt bad for the Hulk. I understood why he wasn't coming out. He got tossed around quick. Oh yeah, he did. And like, and watching like uh, Bruce try to get Hulk to come out throughout the entire movie was kind of hilarious. Like it sucked because they really, really needed him. But Hulk is just like yeah, no. And he's just like, screw said, you, 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 big, you green, big green asshole. asshole. I'll do it myself. But see, I feel like it's more than just the Hulk getting the crap beat out of him. I feel like a lot of the stuff that happened in Ragnarok, like in Ragnarok, we started to see his Hulk as an actual being, not just this side of Bruce. He had this great time not being hated on this planet. Now he gets the shit beat at, like kicked out of him, and he has to go back to Earth where people hate him. He's like, nah, bro, why, why would I want to come out? I had not thought about that. I hadn't either. But because my last thought was I that well, like, he just beat the shit out. I mean, he tried to attack Surtur, and you know, Surtur's just like, get the fuck off. But oh yeah, he, but he didn't care about that. Like he yeah. like. But that's the thing. That's what I don't understand is because in the comics, yeah, he is so scared of Thanos that he won't come out. Yeah. Because Thanos beat him. Right. Surtur beat the fuck out of him. Like he. Smacked him to the ground. He did. And he was like, I'm going back to war. Thor was like, so, for once in my life, don't, don't smash. <laughs> yeah. But oh. big monster. But big monster. But, <laughs> I love, I, I think, loved Hulk. I think, uh, oh, I, I think Kirstie's onto something with that uh, whole, but at the same time, right before people attack, you find out, or Bruce Banner finds out that there's a, uh, what's it? Hunka, hunka, uh, hunka, uh, hunka, hunka, burning love or something? Yeah, hunka, uh, hunka, burning love. Yeah, it's like the the ice cream, the Ben and Jerry's flavor. What was uh, Tony's? Yeah. Tony's had one too. I, uh, I probably I can't. Was it like remember. Stark and Rave or no, something like that? Not, I know Either it's way, not Tony's. Why don't we have these flavors? I would Where like are them. these flavors? Come on, Ben and Jerry's. Get on it. <laughs> You notice they like Wait, using are these not real flavors? Oh, I don't know. Are they? I don't I know about so. them. I haven't seen them. You... I thought that was like clever product placement. Maybe should if, if yeah, they I'm haven't saying, done I'm it. I'm saying if they should. haven't, they really should. Because that's that people will buy the fuck out of that. 
That is a cold mine right there. Well, it, it, you, and you notice Marvel likes using like these these ice cream places specifically because they also used uh, Baskin Robbins. They just, yeah. I think, just back in Ant Man product placement. Oh, they did. Oh, I did. Can I talk about that for a second? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so Ant Man. Allison, as soon as we got out of the movie, was like, you know, Ant Man could have just shrunk himself down, crawled inside Thanos' ear, and then grown big again. I was like, shit, she just saved the universe. Why do yep. you think he wasn't and in it? Was, yep. <laughs> I had I, when was I was when I was in a high yeah. school the other day. There was a kid who was like, "Yo, Ant Man just needed to crawl up his ass and grow big again." <laughs> Why does your student want him to crawl up I an ass? Know. I said ears. That's to be your fair, student he was needs to deal with some sexual issues. <laughs> he's a weird kid. I think he's failed a couple times. Oh, um, but there was there was something Will said while we were in the. Uh, movie, uh-huh. and what he said saved the universe. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, fuck, I don't either, like, because I remember he said it right after the movie ended, and we were just like, fuck. Oh, God yeah, damn it. I can't remember what it was. I can't either. He'll remember. He'll be like, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, he'll but have, to, he'll have to remind us. Where did we leave off? No we're idea. not following this map. Oh, uh, we well. were talking about Hulk. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about the Hulk. Um, So then, yeah, he... uh. He's he's on Earth and stuff, and Bruce is trying to bring him out. And like that line where he like Tony's just kind of looking like, uh, "Dude, you're embarrassing me in you're front of the wizards." In front of the wizards. <laughs> that was great. It was a great line. Oh, it was beautiful. It was so amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of honestly, that's something I like about Iron Man. Is yeah, he's changed, but he's still. I mean. When uh, when Doctor Strange called him a douche, I was like, dude, fucking Mir, the first time we ever saw you, you were like, I'm not going to produce, I'm not going to perform that procedure. It's not interesting enough. Like, fuck you, dude. Right? But he's grown. He's seen the universe now, the multitude of it. He's All right, different. so he's a well-learned douche, but he's still a douche. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. I mean, they both... And you know, I, when I first watched Doctor Strange, I honestly didn't. Is he? I haven't read a whole lot of Doctor Strange comics, so is he that douchey in the comics? Is he that much of an asshole? Because when they brought him out as that in his first movie, I was when, like, oh my god. When he when he starts out, like he stops being a douche once he becomes the wizard, uh, or okay. sorcerer. Sorry, once <laughs> he becomes a sorcerer in the comics, he's like all about being benevolent. In fact. Um, in one of the comics, he, as a birthday gift to Peter Parker, brings back Uncle Ben so that he can talk to him for a little bit because he's going right. through some trouble. Okay, and I he brings do back remember that. Uncle Ben to talk to him, so he mellows out. Right. Yeah, because anything I have actually seen of him, like in animated stuff, or even like had little snippets of him, like he's been in stuff that I've read, but I had never read anything that was specifically him. But he was always pretty chill. Like, he was a very intelligent guy that could do all these spells and shit. He was a very good asset to the team, and he was a leader. Like, he was a good guy. And, like, though he still is, he wasn't an asshole. So when they brought him out like that, I was like, oh, my God. They they, they took but, a, a little bit of a darker turn with this one. Well, I also think part of that has to do, and I may be wrong, but um, I'm going to bring up something that isn't Infinity War, but it's still connected, I'll connect it in a weird way. Um, right. When Val Kilmer 
after he played Jim Morrison and uh-huh. right before he started being Doc Holliday, uh-huh. everything he did after being Jim Morrison had a Jim Morrison-esque feel to his acting. Right. I think Benedict Cumberbatch has played an asshole, Sherlock Holmes, yeah. for so long that it's just kind of part of how he acts now. That's like, not as a person, but when he acts, it's still there. And you can you can hear it in, like, things that he says while he's, uh, you know, acting, like, the right. fast, that kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I, I I understand what you're saying, he's, and you know that kind of makes me think of like I I wonder if that's because uh, I think the same way when I see like Robert Downey Jr. playing like Sherlock Holmes and he still kind of has like a Tony esque feeling to him, like some. Well, honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest that's with you. Robert I believe that's just that's Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr. I, mean, I don't I, think I mean, he I acts. Do, I, I do think do he just like too. changes his name. Right. When is the last time that, Robert Downey Jr. actually acted? Uh, the time he was a guy, he was a dude playing another dude. What? If you know what no, I'm talking no, no, about. No, 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 The Judge. If you oh, watch The yeah. Judge, it's a completely different person. The Judge was a really good movie. I was, I was thinking, um, ah, uh, fuck. What the, was that, was it Stormtroopers? What's that one? Tropical with? Thunder. Ah. Tropic Thunder. Oh. Oh, you know what? That is fair, because he did, all he, well, I mean, yeah. he was He was a I dude mean, playing honest, another dude. He stark as a black guy. To me, but yeah, but he was—he was a white guy playing a black guy. Like, yeah, still, I mean, he was still playing still the part. in the realm of douchey white man, <laughs> douchey white man black facing. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna be honest. If you hadn't told me it was Robert Downey Jr., I wouldn't, I wouldn't have believed it. They did a really good job making him black. Oh yeah, no, they really did. Honestly, if, if I if they did if he hadn't wiped it off his face, because the first time I watched it, I didn't know it was him until he did that. I was like, holy shit! But every time after that, like, like I, I wanna, I wanna know how he prepared. What did he watch to get that? What did he do to become a black man? Robert Downey Jr. But he we wasn't. Want you that's the thing. He it. wasn't playing a black man. He was playing. A white dude playing a black dude, right? I mean, he right, wasn't but the a black yeah. guy he played was on point. Oh, it, like, it was. As like, he's I didn't acting know, I didn't as know it a was black him guy. until he wiped the black Y'all shit are off his easily face. Easily fooled. I mean, we were also. What year did that movie come out? Like 08? 09? Yeah, I think so. It's been almost. It was after. It was after, it 10, was after Iron Man. Years. I know that. Okay, so then at most it's been like ten years. Yeah. It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where, um, and then, yeah, there was another movie he was in that he was he wasn't he wasn't Tony Stark he wasn't anybody he's ever done like acting wise uh-huh. he was it was the movie with him and Jamie Foxx and Jamie Foxx either played a mentally I think it was a mentally challenged guy who played the cello really well and yeah, he no, and he played that. a journalist who was who ended up trying to help him uh, get on his feet and stop being homeless and all that. And it was really, I mean, the movie made me cry. So uh, so I've, I've never seen it, but... Um. It, it's, not like, it's not like super sad. It's just like there are moments where you're like, oh. Okay. You know? Um, all right, well, let's get back on track real fast because we've gotten really... We've gotten yeah, really, yeah. We've gotten very we got far down the hole. <laughs> um, and this happens a lot, but, we, but we, there's a lot of... We are still about. in the realm of Infinity Wars because we're still talking about an actor. It's cool. Um... So, yeah, so they, they deal with all that, and Doctor Strange gets kidnapped by Ebony Maw. Uh, and, of course, Tony well, follows him, and Spider-Man comes we, after him. There you go. Yeah, yeah, no, and, I'm sorry. Spider-Man showed up 
during a fight with Tony His and um, and Obsidian. Obsidian. Yeah, the first time we see Spider-Man is when he's uh, on the school bus and we see the his arms which I'm Harrison. sorry I'm sorry why did he just jump out of that fucking that bus like you can't tell me you. nobody can see this teenage boy jumping out of this fucking bus buses have cameras on have them his, he didn't have his mask on until he got out yeah, right? so that, come yeah. on dude you don't you're not going to tell so you're me telling all me those kids driving behind the bus aren't going no. oh my god look it's a, a boy. It's a kid getting off a school bus, putting on a Spider-Man mask. Oh wait, there he goes. He's swinging from it's a web. It's fucking New York City. Come on. Well, there are cameras everywhere. It's everywhere. hard. I don't understand how he was able to hide his identity for so long. But let's also not skip over the part where Stanley played the bus driver. Of like that, that, was, that was awesome. I thought we were going to give him his own special section. Because Stanley has been battling illness, and it was great to see him on the screen again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's not going to miss out on making a cameo no, in a Marvel no, no, movie no. for as long I mean, he'll be there. Keep doing, he's even said he's going to keep doing it until he can't do it anymore. And I believe probably after he finally does pass, I'm sure he's worked something out so he can be like a hologram or some shit. That would be cool. Give us new Stanley. I'm going to have Stanley showing up wherever. Huh? Wherever he wants to show oh, up. Oh, yeah, he, where, wherever he wants to show up, just let him. Do it. Just do if it. If he's in a DC movie, it won't be out of place to me. Nope. I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's just him saying, I approve this. I approve this message. I mean, he has written DC stories. Are you talking about when he made the, the Justice League him, himself? Yes. Or did he actually did pen he do, like, stories for just a bunch of DC, DC stuff? Yeah, he did a he did a rendition of a bunch of DC stuff. It was uh, titled uh, wasn't it like Imagine If or What If? What If? What If? Because I think for, I think at one point we were talking about this and uh, talking about reading them at some point. Yeah, I think it was in an earlier episode. Yeah, it was one of the first. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Spider Man. He goes after he the goes, flying yeah, donut. He after the flying donut. And then we get to see the very, the very first appearance of the Iron Spider suit, which oh. I thought was incredible. Oh. Especially Ew. when he I finally used the the legs, the extra legs. Were, what are they, what were they called? Wandos, Wendus, Waldos. Like Waldos. They actually are called Waldos. I did not know that. Huh. Oh, because they pop out. So. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I like um, them. I was disappointed by it. What? What? Why? You bitch. Tell us your opinion. Because uh, the original Iron Spider suit, and people are going to be like, you know, well, he can't look the exact same, but honestly, he, they could have done it where he looked like the Iron Spider suit from the comics, which was basically Iron Man's colors. Yeah, it wasn't but the same me, with gold, just, I think. But it worked than... better aesthetically for me. Yeah. In my head. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the, the spider looked... To the legs looks too broad to me mm. uh, on the emblem. Right. Uh, I like. I mean, I liked the eyes. I like what he could do with the webbing and the, the functions of the suit were awesome. And I love the legs. It was the color scheme, which sounds really kind of picky, fashionista of me. I like. But I like I the darker really, look. I mean, it worked for him. I mean, they made it look really, really good. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I just, I, I was disappointed that it wasn't the original suit that I was. And I understand that. Well, I understand. Yeah, 
like I know what you're talking about. It was missing a lot of because the the Iron Spider suit in the comics had a lot more. It was a, the symbol was definitely different. It had a lot more gold. Um, there wasn't as much blue as we saw on the Iron Spider suit, but I. No, it was basically it was basically just red, and the eyes were gold. Yeah. The spider was gold, and the legs were gold. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Kind of like it was kind of like uh, Kane's Spider-Man suit. Who's? In the comic. Kane. Oh, Kane. Kane's. Oh, Kane's. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, I think I think he's called Scarlet Spider. Yeah. In that, but it was like that. Um, minus the black. It was instead of black, it was gold. Right. And it came first. But I so. I don't know. I I liked the suit. I thought it was really cool. And obviously, you know, our our friend, or well, I don't our friend. I'm going to say our friend. Our friend Chris got at me because I'm he's called me a comic purist when it comes to the movies, and I'm I'm really not. I'm okay. I'm with suspending things from the comic. Right. And it's not like the Iron Spider suit was is iconic. You know, they got rid of it pretty quickly. Yeah. They, well, they gave I it just, to somebody else. They let another person be the Iron Spider. Did they? Yeah, uh, well, at least in the animated show they did. Like, he had it for a bit, and then uh, this other kid got it. And I think he was using it. I don't think he was a good guy with it at first, but uh, he eventually did become the Iron Spider, and uh, he became his own separate thing. I don't oh, remember the kid's name. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really just aesthetic for me, that, that uh, whole thing. Fair um, I think we can all so, agree uh, on how badass it was to see Tony's new Oh, the suit bleeding come edge out. armor was beautiful. Oh my god. I enjoyed that. When he the, was just like taking his glasses off and it started floating on him, I was like, oh. that's what Venom should look like when he's changing right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That would be absolutely beautiful. Yeah, when he brought up those repulsors from his back and then just blasted them and then the when he brought up his own shield, I couldn't help but laugh, but it was still pretty awesome, and uh, especially when he when he used that suit again going up against Thanos, that was probably the best use of it. It was pretty freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. you know? That suit yeah. was incredible. That hurt my feelings a little bit though. What did? When he used it against Thanos, like I was like, down. dude, I really wish he would have just held on to it, <laughs> used a different suit. Yeah, I mean, it was a good time to use it. But, uh, I, I'm sure he wasn't planning on that to happen on the end of the world. Like I'm sure he was just kind of like doing his thing and like you know because it, it, if you remember in the beginning he was talking about a bit a uh, dream he was having of them being pregnant and you know he was ready to just like kind of like start a, an honest life and then here comes aliens. You want to so. be some shit yeah. if Pepper's well, actually he, pregnant. He never he never said he was going to start an honest life. He was just like. I could put clothes in my closet, sure. Well, I, well, no, I don't, I'm not saying he was immediately going to start, but I'm saying he was on the cusp of it, like moving in that direction. Like he was actually considering, right? He was considering settling right. down at least a little bit, not completely, but enough to where he had the family, he had, you know, the the, the probably a normal job considering the Avengers were technically broken up. I, I'm sure he's basically just dude. He's Tony military. Stark. He doesn't need a job. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, he still got the company. He needs something to keep his attention. Yeah, he's still working on projects and shit. Um, yeah. Now, can I ask you something? Sure. For us, it's been 
for us it's been 10 years. Yeah. But did I hear him say for six years he's been thinking about nothing but Thanos? Because did six I hear that right? Yes, because six years ago was when the Battle of New York happened. That's what he's talking about. Because he didn't start getting PTSD and all this other stuff until Loki came down with the Chitari, and then finding out that Thanos was behind all of that. Like, if you remember in Iron Man 3, he suffered through all that, his PTSD and, like, having anxiety attacks and shit, and then in Age of Ultron, yeah, we I saw just, all that, the death of everybody. I'm, I guess I'm just confused on the timeline. We, we might have had, we should have done an episode about the timeline, because I was like, it's been 10 years for us, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, that's because it's been six years since I'm New thinking York. that the movie yeah. is taking place in the year that I'm watching them. They that's, are. They that's are. That's They well, they they are actually. And uh, the problem with that was really confusing about that was in Spider-Man: Homecoming when they opened up and it said eight years later from the time the Battle of New York happened to the time Spider-Man, like his current stuff, was happening. And even the Russo brothers were saying that that it was wrong. You had you had many jobs, but this was an easy one. And they got the date wrong. Come on. So it was not actually eight years, but it's been, uh, it's been six years from this year. It was 2012 when the first Avengers movie came out, when the Battle of New York happened. So that's what they're talking about. So technically, if we lived in the MCU, everything that happened would have happened. Like, in, okay. in reality. Yes, in real life. In real life. In real life. Okay. And, uh, real, so, real, well, real fast before we get any farther, I'm just going to talk about Cloud County a little bit, if that's okay. I'm sure they would, uh... Is it already? Is it already time? It, yeah. it has been 33 minutes. Holy crap! <laughs> I know, time flies when you're talking about awesome shit, isn't it? Um, as usual, oh, our, man. our, uh, our uh, sponsor is uh, Cloud County, who is a uh, hosting consultation firm that manages apps and podcasts. Uh, you can get a discount with them when you use the promo code hashtag TNSSD, which includes free domain name registrations for the first year and a 30-day trial of any service, such as email or app hosting. Uh, you can find them on Twitter and Facebook at Cloud Coyote and check out their website, cloudcoyote.com, to set up a session with a sales engineer today. Uh, and if you are looking basically to start your own podcast or, you know, start up an app uh, for whatever it might be, Contact Cloud Cody and they'll help you get it set up, get you a website set up, and basically get you going. Like, and that's exactly what they did with us. Like, we had they were in our corner before we had even started. So, what's that oh code yeah, again? what's that code? They again? were just is, like, uh, hey, that code is we're gonna hashtag do TNSSD. Like, oh, Use sorry, that at checkout. Done. What are you saying? I think I, you need to start that whole thing over again because I was talking all the way through your codes. I was just repeating the code. It's hashtag TNSSD. And just use that at checkout, and you should be able to get a discount with that. Yes. Um, now, I have a question again. Okay. How did you feel about the fact that Tony Stark and Iron Man, or I'm sorry, uh, Tony Stark and Steve Rogers never met up? Beautiful. I actually thought Love it was pretty it. cool because, I mean, it's been um, two years that they haven't seen each other, and they went this entire movie without seeing each other once. So you know they're going to end up reuniting in the next movie to figure out what the hell to do to fix everything that happened. It's going to make it even better. And it's going to be so awkward. It's going like, to make that nut so much bigger. <laughs> and I remember reading that, I... that Bruce was going to be really pissed off with Tony because of the whole uh, Sokovia Accords thing, which we didn't see in this movie, but I can see Tony and Cap kind of going at it in the next movie and then Bruce 
finally picking a side, which we know he's not going to be on Tony's side, because that would mean revealing his identity to the world that he's the Hulk. I, can I, I'll be honest, they may fight, but I think it's going to be a giant bromance because it's the last ride of the Avengers, and we don't want to go out feeling like... I'm not saying they're going to fight the entire time. I'm just saying other. maybe when they see each other again, it's not going to be all hugs and stuff at first. They're going to bicker still like they do, like they have been since the first movie. Well, they've always I don't, been. I don't think it's going to start that way. I think it's going to be like over a little bit of time, they're going to be like, okay, but you haven't changed and you haven't changed. But I think it's going to start out with... It's Thanos, he's behind the New York attack, and people, and Tony and Cap are going to, like, shake hands and be like, we need to deal with the imminent I mean, problem, we can deal with our crap later. I mean, they might, they're probably, I mean, they're going to make, like, a temporary truce, like, I, there's going to be some conflict at some point in time, because I don't think they're just going to be able to forgive each other immediately, it's been a couple years and they haven't seen each other so they're, they're going to need a little bit of time I don't but think we're at bromance yeah I don't yet. think immediately but it will happen because like you said it's the last ride for the current roster of the Avengers and I I do believe Cap is going to die and I, I still do feel like Tony will die but it's really, it's really I don't hard think to say. Tony's going to die I think he's going to retire I mean, I could see that happening, too. Allison wants Tony to die. I was expecting him to die, and I yeah. was actually, sorry, a little pissed off he did not. Yeah, when he got stabbed and everything, I was like, oh, fuck, there it is. There it is, he's going to die. And then when he didn't, it I is. actually did have a little bit of disappointment. And I was like, oh, fuck. But we saw that he was one, you know, of course, he was one of the only ones to survive on Titan with Nebula when everything happened. Like, to be fair, they put in the line with Doctor Strange saying specifically if it comes... I'm not going to give up the stone for you. So when he said that, you kind of know he's going to wind up giving the stone up for Tony. Well, because he also saw the future over 14 million times and knew that this was what he had to do for them to win. They had to lose first before they could win. They had to lose, yeah. Yep. Because the only way way that they were going to win is if, uh, they got some heroes into the soldier. You know those heroes are not going to just face people. Right, right. Um, so how did you uh, how did you feel about uh, that that special surprise there when uh, Gamora finally took Thanos to uh, Volmir? I want to tell you what I thought. Okay. Because that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good. Because they, they're they not going to put in Lady Death because of the whole Deadpool connection. Right, right. Which, I mean, I kind of um, wish they had, but uh, it is what it is, and that's fine. That's fine. I like I like that they picked Red Skull mm-hmm. because he set, he set everything in motion. He did. Without him, we wouldn't know anything about the Tesseract. We wouldn't have known anything about the Infinity Stones because nobody would care. I mean, yeah, that's true. It was the very first Infinity Stone we actually saw. Now, the question I have is, who gave Loki that staff? Uh, the one guy. Ah, uh, yes. The the dude that was that worked for Thanos, the guy that uh, right. that so he ended he, up killing him. He worked. He worked for Thanos, and had the staff, and the staff had the Tesseract in it. The staff had the Mind the Stone te- in it. Oh. The, well, tesseract, the Tesseract the held the Space Stone. Yeah, so he, he had one Infinity Stone in the staff. He was trying, I guess he he felt like he could trust Loki with it to bring him the other one. 
Is that what the plan was? That's what it seemed like, because he gave Loki the staff, which had the Mind Stone in it. So he sent him to get the Space Stone. But, and, like, and take over Earth and shit. Yeah, okay, so you've got, you got a dude looking for these stones. He has one in the staff, and then Loki gets the Tesseract. Now, are we... Is the Tesseract and the Cosmic Cube, are they the same thing? I believe so, yeah. So, Thanos let two stones go for ten years. To us. Pretty much. To be fair, he didn't have anything to use them with anyway. Yeah, because remember, he had... So, he after, after Thor meets the Guardians and everything... The love, and, yeah. and nothing happened to him. Nothing happened to him, so he's clearly strong enough to hold it. Yeah, but he can't use them together. Yeah, yeah, I guess like, that's fair. Yeah, cause that, cause that's why he waited so long. He had to have that glove made by Etri and the other dwarves, and then you know once. Now, there seems to be a little. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you guys off. I'm just remembering stuff oh, that good. I had issues with. Um, so he he had the dwarves make a glove, but uh -huh. didn't he at the end of Avengers two break into Asgard and steal the glove from? No, the it, thing, or no, it what was, I was. It wasn't. Asgard. It wasn't in Asgard. It was. Uh, it was someplace. It might, it might have even been on a ship. But and you know, other places have talked about that. And we're actually a lot of people are, are guessing that uh, that scene is actually in the future, like right before he goes and like, or right before he leaves and starts venturing out and really looking for the stones. Probably right before he goes and destroys um, Xandar. So this might have been something like farther in the future and I don't think it's been confirmed uh, but that's what a lot of people are speculating because that's the only okay. thing that makes sense um, alright well yeah. that's yeah so we we dealt with that uh, he had so he had the power stone first then he got the space stone uh, and then uh, the guardians were responding to the distress signal met <laughs> Thor yeah and uh, Thor left to go to um Nidavellir, I believe it was called, which was the the place That's where. That's a made up word. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> that was that was my favorite line in the whole movie. Oh, I that mean, was, that was there beautiful. were great ones, but that one was funny. I just lo I loved Groot, Thor, and Rocket. That oh, was that my whole team up was beautiful. Favorite, like I feel like Rabbit. they were there to grab <laughs> it. They were there to sort of ease the tension from all the other. Intense yeah, and, situation. and I had read that the people on Earth is it's going to be a little bit more serious, but everybody out in space was going to be have mm -hmm. the have the comedic relief that we're looking for, which makes sense with Thor being as great as it was in Ragnarok, and the Guardians, which are all have been hilarious since mm -hmm. the first movie. It's been good. So. I, I love that Groot was a teenager, but I do kind of wish that they had more interaction with him. Like I would have loved to have more back and forth between him and Thor, since we know that Thor can understand him. <laughs> he was beautiful. like, you can speak Groot? Like, yes, it was an elective at Asgard. I would have loved so why more did back he and choose forth. to speak Groot? Like, who's like, I want to talk to Truth? I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. I, if, I could, if I could learn Groot, I absolutely would. Which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but James Gunn um, revealed what Groot's last word was. <laughs> Do you know what it is? His last word? His before last word before he completely disappeared. 
What was it? He was looking at Rocket, and his last word was dad. Oh, shit. It's a bullshit. That hit me right in the heart. Right, because somebody tweeted to me, like, I gotta know what was Groot's last word, and, like, James Gunn was just like, spoiler, it, it was it was just dad. Was and I was just my, my fucking heart. Fucking oh. heart. Wait, so what does that make Quill? Quill's uncle. just the uncle? captain. I guess so. He's just the captain. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's like an uncle, best uncle, friend, whatever. Uncle Quill. Uncle, uncle Star-Lord. Uncle Star-Lord. <laughs> uncle Drax. Mr. Lord. And Gamora. <laughs> beautiful. Little family. Oh. That's so great. They are. They're a beautiful family. They, and when and uh, I think I think my favorite. Oh. I'm sorry. My, uh, I just had to no, mention it because uh, it was one of my favorite things. But after so when Thor and Groot and Rocket, and I know we're just kind of bouncing around now, but they're just things that are kind of going everywhere. But uh, again, if anybody's seen it, they know what we're talking about. So when they're this fine, is not the super dudes. It's okay. Yeah, right. So when they're on Earth and. Uh, you know, Thor and Cap, they do their little banter like that they've done since the first Avengers movie, just little bits. It's nothing real big. But this was probably their most, their best one, and he was just like, uh, you know, Cap looks at him and goes, new haircut? He's like, it looks I like see you copied, copied my beard. <laughs> and then he kind of looks over and Groot's, you know, doing his thing from the first movie, just shoving his hand branch through a few people at a time. Thor just looks over and he's like, this, this is my is friend. My tree. tree. I am Groot. I am Captain Rogers. I am Steve Rogers. And the beautiful... Steve the, I am no, Steve oh, that's Rogers. right. I am Steve Rogers. I don't know why I say Captain Rogers, but he, uh... It, well, the beautiful thing about that scene was that it was just so genuine that Steve actually thought that he was telling him his name and he didn't oh, know Rogers. what it was. I am Steve Rogers. I am Steve nice Rogers. Nice to meet you, friend. Yeah, he was just, like, introducing himself Help us to this alien, this walking, talking tree thing. You want to talk about correct, um... Costumes, outfits. Why didn't we have a correct nomad outfit? Because nobody wanted to see that. I wanted to see that. I would have been down with that. I kind of liked him wearing one of his older suits with like the star torn out mm-hmm. and like the holes and shit. Want to see that 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 Captain Titties? That <laughs> Captain Titties was expecting that. No, I wasn't. But I uh, I also didn't like. I now, granted, I know that I'm coming up against the movie that is near perfection for Marvel. I mean, really near perfection. Oh, yeah. But I did not like how they handled the fact that people called him Cap. In my mind, he told him to keep the shield, so he was done being Captain America. He's done with it. I just, maybe he just hasn't taken on the Nomad name Well, I wanted him to be like, I'm not a captain anymore. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, you can say you're always going to be a captain to me. But I wanted him to face that. I wanted because I know the movie's not about that. But you're still, I still want character development. Oh, absolutely. And I just feel like Steve Rogers' like, character. I don't think he's gonna take the time to correct somebody. I feel like he's just like, I all right, let's like, do it. I feel I like, think you could have done it in the bunker while while he's talking a road. Like, you can't call me that anymore. I'm not a captain. I'm not. I think I think so. I I agree with you. I honestly think if he's going to say anything like that, he's going to say it to Tony first because Tony's the is the one that's really going to understand where he's coming from. It might be yeah. like a moment of like you know, he wants him to understand what is happening to him. Like he, I guess when they're trying to like maybe when they're trying to reach past the awkward phase and trying to actually catch up, and he starts telling him you know he hasn't been feeling much of like a captain anymore. 
He's been failing like yeah. a wa- somebody that wanders, you know, like a nomad now, does. I just, do I also, think, like, why set up this new identity if they're going to kill him? He doesn't have to be nomad if he's dead. Well, I think he's only going to be nomad for the Infinity War. I think he's going to go back to being a captain because he's going to need a shield. It's their, it's their last ride. They're going to go back to being what they were. I don't know. I kind of like his new Wakandian shield. I don't. I, I no, thought that I thought was, that was badass. It was a boxing glove with a point. It's not a shield. It is, is when you put it. them together. Oh, oh. Ugh. <laughs> I just, I want it. He's throwing a boomerang shield. That's why I need my Captain And this is me saying this. I don't like Captain America, but I need Captain America to throw something. I mean, that's understandable. Like, I mean, I, I do miss the fact he wasn't throwing around a shield like he was in Age of Ultron and shit in, in his first movie and in the first one. He's not that man anymore. I know. I know. And that's why, you know, I, honestly, I don't feel like he'll be Cap again. I don't. I, don't I, think that, I think Civil War was really the last we see of, of Cap. And I'm ready for Falcon or Bucky to take it up, but I don't think Bucky will. Bucky. He's Bucky. already taken on this White Wolf persona, so they're already starting up with I that. Think, I think it's going to be Anthony Mackie being Captain. I do. I, t- I do Falcon. think. That's how it is now. Yeah, I think so too, and I'm I'm actually okay with that. I'm very much okay with that. I think Falcon deserves it. Yeah. I um, don't believe in people taking over the personas of others. I know you're not a big heroes. fan of that. Just get your own name. Just get your own identity. Well. It's more of a military name uh, than anything. Um, it's more. It's, it's a, become it's more of like a position a than well, anything. Doesn't? Is it there a special name for when Falcons captain? I don't no, know. Maybe I just Falcon. I think I made some sort of joke about like Freedom Eagle or something like that. <laughs> if he keeps the wings. yeah, it turns from Falcon into an eagle. <laughs> uh, the eagle is ghost. Uh, I'll crack with his name. Space Ghost Friend. I was just joking. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot or about Birdman's that. Friend. <laughs> Birdman's Friend. Birdman. Um, oh, crap. Oh, and then, of course, uh, before, you know, we even uh, got to see the arms on the Iron Spider suit, uh, Peter makes that joke of, you know, like he did in Civil War of, you know, mentioning in what he calls a really old movie, and, uh, and in, like in Civil War, yeah. when he was talking about Star Wars, in this one he was talking about aliens, and all the aliens references were beautiful. Ever see that really old movie? Ever see, ever see that really old movie, Aliens? Aliens. Like, um, what I thought was funny. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up name. Uh-huh. I am <laughs> That was beautiful. Oh, it was, and it was just again another genuine scene where he actually was just like, oh, um. I didn't mean to tell you my secret identity, but here's uh, here is my other identity. Just take this one. Ignore what I told you. I said nothing. <laughs> I saw this post where Wait. somebody was like, "I just want video footage of Peter Parker trying to address all the superheroes and figuring out their names." Like, ah, oh, ah, oh, King Sir, Your Highness, Black Panther <laughs> Sir, ah, oh, ah. Oh. It would be beautiful. It would. Oh, when- when you got to see Rhodey mess with Banner, that was hilarious. Oh, that was Did great. We found, yeah, he's a king. <laughs> he's like, he goes to Banner, he's like, what are you doing? We don't know. <laughs> we, we don't, don't do, do that, that here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. 
he's saying that humans are 100% dumb and his god side is not. But can he say that he has a god side if he can't use power? I think he's probably got like because a I mean, sort of alien DNA. I was gonna say he's still he's still the son of a celestial, so I mean he still has alien day within him. He just doesn't have his abilities. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the light. Because that all like went away when they killed Ego. I feel like e- Ego would be a good power to have, so you could wipe Thanos out. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't even remember what it was. That they- oh. Why don't they just use the time stone to go back in time and kill Thanos before he does anything? Oh yeah, Wasn't they that did. It? That I mean, that's what he said. That is what he said. Yeah, well, he solved, he solved the problem without no, without ever having to have that whole issue. Will is a genius. That is okay, what they should have had Doctor Strange do. He could have just went back in time, warned Thor or whatever yeah. when Thor was there at his house like days before. Guys, obviously, Doctor Strange saw all of this and saw that it would not work, which is why he didn't do it. Well, what I'm, Allison just brought up a good point. That it seems like the time gem only has a certain amount of time it can pull back. Like, there's a limit to how far back you can go. Like, with the apple, he turned it all the way and then turned it back. Yeah, but they, never, they had a lot longer of a time when uh, after the Hong Kong uh, one got destroyed. Yeah, but he he, he turned, only he still only went back. Certain, certain. But that was still a certain amount of time. Yeah, it, wasn't it was like still like a minute if that. Like yeah, I guess maybe he can't go back that far. I mean, he can time j- jump into the future as far as he wants, apparently, but not as uh, not well, going I think backwards. Well, I think the point with that is that the past is set. Yeah. Everything's already happened, but the future, like, like he said, now. he saw it 14 million times. Right. And so the future has so many outcomes that he can go into the future as much as he wants because it's not as much as he wants because uh, there's so many different things that you could look at with that. Right. Right. Um, now, I have a question. Okay. How are they all breathing on Titan? You know, and I, I thought about that too. But every planet they go on, none of them that can't like none of the, they can all breathe on the planet. So I guess once they get to the surface of and the everybody planet, can English. or in like the atmosphere, then like they're fine. Yeah. So, and I I know that Titan is a moon around Jupiter, and if if we can survive on Titan, man, let's do it. Because <laughs> Jupiter is a beautiful thing to see. Uh, it was amazing to see on that in that movie alone. Like, watching him go past, like, the rings and shit was awesome. So Thanos gets most of the stones. Uh, yeah, he gets the soul stone, and then all he has left to do is get the mind stone. And so we've seen after... So after Cap, Black Widow, and Falcon save uh, Wanda and Vision in uh, Scotland from Proxima Midnight and Corpus Glaive, uh, they, you know, they go back and they see Bruce and everything, and you know they're trying to d- figure out how to get the Mind Stone off of Vision, and all that. And that's when uh, Steve tells them that he knows a place, and then we see Wakanda, uh, and you know, and then they go there and Shuri. And though I was, I was a little upset Shuri didn't get a whole lot of screen time, and that we didn't actually see what happened to her. But I was talking to a friend at work, and we were discussing the fact that since. You know, T'Challa's gone, 
and everything, Shuri could take up the mantle as Black Panther. She does it in the comics. And I think that would be pretty awesome. Does she? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Kirstie's actually sent me a picture. Uh, was that in your bookstore? Yep. We sell the... Oh, that's, I, I think I... No, I didn't buy it. I didn't you buy that one. It. You bought Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I did buy Infinity Gauntlet. But yeah, she she takes over. I forget what the storyline is. Um, I'm, actually, I'm pretty sure in that storyline, T'Challa's with Storm, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Storm and uh, Black Panther are... Uh, they're, what? They're married? Were married. Yeah, they were they married. Were, they yeah. were married. They, yeah. That was during the Civil War thing. They were trying yeah. to bring everybody back together. and So it was a diplomatic thing. Right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, right. They, so it's they during that storyline. But then they, they yeah. got divorced for some reason. I don't remember why. Well, uh, in this storyline, they're still together. Right. Like, I know there's a lot. Um, she's trying to fight to get him to come back to life. Um, and Shuri takes over during that time. Um, as Black Panther. Let's see, I know there's a time when uh, T'Challa actually tries to retire and he no longer wants to be king, so Shuri takes it over. It makes sense. It's yeah. Like, well, it's bloodline. I mean. Unless somebody battled for it. Mbaka, I guess. Mbaku. Mbaku. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, I could see him doing that, but. He's chill. I, yeah, he's pre- he's gotten pretty chill in the movies. So, uh. I would be down with a Shuri I Black think. Panther. Yeah, Shuri Black Panther would be fantastic. I'd be okay with that. I honestly, I just want... Oh, yeah, they didn't really show what happened to Cheryl. No, the last thing we saw from her was she was trying to protect Vision, and then Vision tackled uh, Corvus out the the window. I love when they're like, why didn't you just have it so that they could all interact individually? Independently. I was like, because we didn't think of that. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) She's so much smarter than all of them. Beautiful. She's like, I'm sure you tried your best. I'm sure you did your best. <laughs> I loved it. It was it was beautifully done. Um, so we see all that, and then we see uh, Proxima Midnight and um, Obsidian show up with the uh, the Outriders, and uh, that's when the whole battle in Wakanda goes down. And that's that whole fucking battle was insane. It was beautifully done, and I and I love that moment where you had like the the most popular, you know, female characters yes. fighting, teaming up and battling Proxima Midnight, and it was really, really well done, I thought. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> and, like, oh, what was her name? Uh, I can never pronounce it right. O- Okoy? I think is how she pronounces it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okoy. She was just kind of like when Scarlet came, which came down and just, like, saved all their asses at the last second. She was like, why was she hiding up there why all this she time? <laughs> It was it was beautifully it was done. A real, it was I, I think really, they really they well. balanced uh, the battle scenes well with banter between people because mm-hmm. I honestly I check out a lot during action scenes. I'm like, okay, yep, they're fighting, got it. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're oh, fighting. Oh, the, the Bucky and Rocket one was yes, great. I'm it gonna get that so... arm. <laughs> oh, that was the sexiest thing I've ever seen in the Marvel movie is when he that picked arm? up Rocket. Yeah, he just picked him up and they were when because... Bucky picked up Rocket and started shooting. Yeah. Oh, it was beautifully done, and like this video had compared that to um, back from when Rocket and Groot did it in the first Guardians movie, and like it was, it looked, it did look a lot like that. It was just Parallels. so, so well done, and I, I love that they were able to like mix these characters in really well to the point where like nobody was really overshadowed. Everybody at least played a part, and they worked really well together. Like seeing 
Cap and Black Panther are actually like fighting alongside each other and running Man. along beside each other was awesome. It was really, really well done. And I would love to actually see more um, of T'Challa and Bucky now that they've gotten over. Like, yeah, that whole thing. From that whole Civil thing. War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was hoping for more of that. They, they got a little bit of it, but uh, are not we a whole lot. Black but Panther too. Yes. Yes, uh, we are going to get a second Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now let's talk. Have we? Oh, we gotta get to the death. Hold on. I'll, I'll save this for the death. Just remind me that I have. Uh, I have a point to make. Just, just say, okay. hey, Alex, okay. make a point. All right, well, uh, we'll, dur- well, yeah, well, during the whole battle of Wakanda and everything, you know, of course, and then in space you got the Guardians and, uh, well, the other Guardians and uh, Tony and Peter and Doctor Strange taking on Thanos. And, so uh, well done. Oh, God, it was beautiful. And I, I really liked the separate battle between Thanos and Doctor Strange when they were both basically mm-hmm. trying to out-magic each other. And, like, Doctor Strange did that weird shit with, like, his hands and then making multiple versions of himself. It was cool to see how far I he thought Dragon Ball Z the entire time. You thought Dragon Ball Z the whole time? I was like, the after mirror image. And we all know that when you do that, you split your power. Right. Down. So I was, there was so much in this movie where I was like, oh, I know where that's from. Oh, I know where that's from. Oh, I know where that's from. Oh, that, I, I was they made like, so many references. Movie is fantastic. Oh, it was so very well done, and uh, and they they almost they were getting that glove off. They, and I think that was comic book accurate too. I think they had a moment where they were able to get it off, but some, they fucked up somehow. And, fucked it up. And in this movie, they they did it to Star Lord. And I I sent I, I remember sending you that meme. Uh, from uh, Parks and Rec, where Chris Pratt's character, yeah, Andy, was just like, from the bottom of my heart, I just gotta say, my bad. My bad. <laughs> my my bad. bad. Um, yeah, so, I mean, the battle, the one thing I thought would have been even more spider-like after all the kicks is when Thanos called him an insect. Yeah. I wanted Spider-Man to be, I'm actually wrecked it! I was thinking about that too, yeah. That would have been, been beautiful. That would have been really, really well done. Now, I want to know, um, so, you know, once we get toward the end of that fight, we'll see, uh, oh, of course, Nebula shows up at some point in one of the old uh, Chitari ships, which I thought was really neat. And, uh, uh, we, you know, when we get to the fight scene with Thanos and Tony, uh, again, I thought Tony was going to die and Shut everything. Up. But uh, there was a moment after he got stabbed where Thanos was like, you, you know, he called him by his name, Stark. And, you know, Tony was like, you know who I am. And he's like, yes, like you, I'm also cursed with knowledge. So I, we were wondering if uh, maybe that had something to do with the soul stone. Maybe he's able to, like, kind of tap into the souls of the people around him. Or if there's something really special about Tony that uh, we're not quite aware of yet. There's Maybe there's some kind of connection. Do you remember... Uh... I think it was the first Iron Man where he said, I'm a futurist. Yes. That would, I believe, what it, what Thanos was talking about, because Iron Man thinks about the bigger picture. What's going to happen here if I do this? That kind of thing. Right. So, cursed with knowledge would be like, you're cursed with being able to see each outcome and, and that kind of thing. Because, honestly, knowledge is a heavy burden to have. Right. That's why they say ignorance is bliss, because huh. knowledge is hard to have. 
is a heavy crown. Right. And with him being a futurist, he's going to look at everything. Which is astounding that he did not see what happened with Ultron. Yeah, uh, that was a little weird. He didn't see that coming. Right. Um, but Ultron wasn't the best Avengers movie, by far. Yeah, it was definitely my like, my least favorite one. I don't even know if I've seen it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think you even... I don't think you watched that one with me. You weren't really interested. I think I've seen it once, and I was like... Eh. It was good, but it was my least favorite of the three so far. Um, all, you, all you have to... All you really have to see it for is to see Vision made. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's really... That's really it. Honestly. Um, I, I'm sorry. I would have been A-okay with them destroying Vision. Um, they did. They did. I know, but as in, like, earlier, earlier, before (laughs) all this shit happened. I mean, if you think about it, he only lasted, like, like less than halfway through Age of Ultron, uh, Civil War, and didn't even make it to the end of Infinity War, so he was in a total of two movies. Yeah, but he had a lot of life between that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just didn't see it. He was alive for five years? No, three years. Three years. Three years. (laughs) Either why. way, either way, they could have. Mm, a lot of things could have that, happened. This is true. This is true. Um, so we we see all that stuff with Tony and everything, and then uh, uh, you know, Doctor Strange gives him the Time Stone if he spares Tony and Peter and everything and everybody else. And you know, after him saying you know he wouldn't do that, he would let him kill Tony or the kid or whatever if it meant saving the time stone but we know he gave it to him because he they had to you know they had to lose mm-hmm. so then Thanos goes down to Wakanda and then that's where we see uh, you know him basically take each Avenger out one by one I really honestly thought they like in the comic bitch slapped uh, Cap to death I was I was really hoping he was actually dead in that moment. Was See, that's what I meant him. by it could have been worse. They could have just fucking stolen so many heroes oh, yeah, they from could us. Have. They I was they went waiting. Easy on I us. was waiting for that pain. See, they they were making us anticipate all these deaths, but they're like, no, no, we're just gonna kill some of them, but you don't even understand like the end of this. Like, I think they're really gonna take out a good. I still think they could have killed more people. I want it Cap well, to die via bitch slap. What uh, what I think is going to happen is I think the reason they did that is because, listen, yeah, it was hard. It was hard to watch those deaths for me. Oh, Especially with uh, Tom Holland improvising that whole I don't want to oh, go. Oh, yeah. It hurts so, so good. It, yeah, the fact that he improvised that is fucking beautiful. And there's also the theory that because he did that, like, he he was able to feel what was actually happening to him, where everybody else was confused. He knew what was wrong, and he can sense himself disappearing because of a spider sense. He has that ability. So it made it even more heart-wrenching, and it just made it real, you know? And it, and then we, you got to watch Tony's face as he realized that nightmare that he witnessed three years ago came true. Not exactly the way that it looked, but it still happened. Also, the guilt he must feel because the fact that Peter wouldn't have been anywhere near any of this if it wasn't for Tony. Right. Right. And he, you know he feels guilty about that, so I'm waiting for him to go back to Earth and realize Pepper's not there. Like, oh. I can see her being gone. And then finding out oh. that she might have actually been pregnant or something. Because I feel like there was a point to mentioning that. 
Like, why would he? Do I think the point of it was to show us that Tony Stark is getting ready to leave the MCU, one way or the other? But the reason I bring that up is, oh, we're not there yet. We're not at the death. Stop it. I mean, we can get. I mean, we can we can get to the death. Like we're like we're pretty far in, so we should probably start wrapping up here soon. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna make this point. I made it at the theater. Okay. Make it. But uh, I had I had people disagreeing with me or telling me that it was stupid to feel this way. Okay. Uh, but I feel that while the deaths are sad and that I, you know, it was sad to see him go, uh-huh. Marvel has released their entire timeline of what movies are coming out. We know Spider-Man 2 is coming out. We know Black Panther 2 is coming out. We know the Guardians are coming out. Yeah. We know, we know that there's going to be at least there may be another Thor movie coming out. Maybe if the thr- because, if the script is good enough, then Hemsworth yeah. said he'll do it. So, and I I only bring up Thor because I'm excited to see what he can do again. I would be a okay yeah. if Thor just became like buddy movies, buddy cop movies. That would be beautiful. Thor and other people. We don't need more <laughs> serious Thor. It's true. I mean, because he can still be hardcore awesome. Yo, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he wasn't in Infinity War. Like, after he and got Stormbreaker, what... holy shit, when he told them to bring him Thanos and went up in the sky like that, I kid you not, every fucking time I had goosebumps. Yeah, it was awesome. So then, but we know these movies are coming out, so the, the deaths were kind of vain. So I think that the... Uh, end game is going to be where it really hurts because we're going to lose everybody we started with. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like they've already, like the only like the only people that I know that are going to be in the new Avengers roster is Captain Marvel uh, Black Panther and Spider-Man and I think Doctor Strange and that's it. Just those four. And we have those no idea what's happening to the others. I mean I have a feeling they're going to start I'm doing stuff with Planet perfect. Hulk and everything else. I'm perfectly, like, I'm okay with uh, Black Widow not being part of it. I, uh, I, was, I anticipate her dying me. because the only, when she gets her own movie, it, I guessed it and they told it and I was right and it's going to be a prequel. It's too late. I don't see why they're trying. It's too late. I don't want a Black Widow movie now. I wanted a Black Widow movie forever ago. It's too late. And I'm bored with her. Like... Because they let us get bored with it. They didn't, they didn't put enough effort into it. Like, I was waiting for a little more character development, but all we really got was a different colored hair. Mm-hmm. Like, she's had great well, moments in, like, Civil War yeah, uh, and Winter Soldier. Was she, she was in Winter Soldier? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was in Winter Soldier. Like, she's had, like I like her character a lot, and I they think just, she made an amazing Black Widow, but Marvel chose not to do stuff with her. Yeah, and it's really unfortunate because I feel like they could have done a lot, especially to understand stuff about her past, but also get her going it more in the future. And, like, seeing her do more things with, like, Barton, and, like, we could finally... Uh, where, where, What were they talking about in the first Avengers movie? Bar- Barbit? No. Fuck. Barcelona? Bar- no, that's no. in Italy. Or Spain. Uh, Shit. I know what you guys are talking y- about. Yeah, so... It the, starts with a B. Yeah, it does. Um, I would have loved to see what happened with that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that would have been cool. I don't know. But I I do see what you're saying. Like these, these deaths, like they basically mean nothing if we know they're returning. Well, I mean, also, I don't understand why 
I don't know if maybe because we, Jordan and I discussed often that in the comic, Thanos wins. Mm -hmm. Like, from the beginning, when they have even said, like, at the snap of my finger, at the snap of his fingers, they kept on saying, at the snap of his fingers, it's like in a play, when you put a gun in the play, if you don't shoot that gun off sometime in the play, there's no point. Right. They, they, sh they put this gauntlet in there. They were gonna use it. Oh, absolutely. Like, he was going to win. Like, this, they've been building this for ten years. They weren't going to just make the villain, you know, lose his very first try. No. I was I was expecting all the death, and I think anyone that disappeared is likely to come back. No, he... it's still up in the air about, uh, you know, the guard. I mean, I some of the Guardians have to be coming back, if not all of them. And, uh... I'm okay with Gamora staying dead. Sorry, not sorry. Honestly, I am too. And it's not because I hate her character, but I just feel like they can survive without her. Well, not only that, but I think it would be a turning point for Quill. I mean, yeah, that's true. I like I like I, mean, I like him, but I also don't. I care about Drax, Rocket, and Groot more than I do Peter Quill. I I just don't, I don't think there's been well, you know they they could do the original Guardians. Like uh, I was talking to Brown about this, and he was telling me that um that they might be looking at almost a completely new roster for the Guardians. So we might actually lose some of the Guardians, but if we do, we were supposed to get like the originals, which were like Sylvester Stallone and. Uh, some of the other people that were in there, I can't remember all of them, but he was a, he was actually part of the old Guardians, in the comics anyway. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that... I think that... We also have to look at it from a marketing standpoint, too. Who are they going to bring back? Well, they're going to bring back the heavy hitters. Everybody likes Drax. Yeah. Uh, the Raccoon stayed, so, you know, the Raccoon... At first, with the first showing... I thought I thought Rocket died. Like I thought he disappeared too. Uh, gotcha. But uh, but uh, that is not the case. So Rocket's going to be there, and I think they're going to bring back Groot because Groot. You can't kill Groot. I'm sure there's an outrage already that they did. Somebody was talking about this video we were watching where they were like, "So Stormbreaker's handle is basically made of Groot wood. Like, could you imagine Thor just like going to use it, looking down and just seeing like a little Groot sticking out from it or whatever?" Like, he's trying to be all intimidating and shit. He looks down, and all he hears is, I am Groot. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? Because technically, he oh. can grow out of stuff. Yeah. He can grow out of Because if there's even would. one little piece of Groot left, like there was in the first Guardians movie, he can technically reborn or become a new Groot or have another kid, whatever. But, but wait it, a minute. Yeah, it's him giving birth. That's all yeah. it is, him giving did, birth. Did, did Thor's hammer's base disappear? If Groot disappeared, does his hammer have a base? That's I mean, good, well, I it think is it a good point, but it, it didn't disappear. Maybe that's, that's the point, too, is yeah. that if Groot's handle is cut off and he still has the handle, then it's just a tree. Or yeah. it's just part of a tree. And I mean, so also, technically, not part of it the broken-off part from the original Groot or isn't the same Groot. So yeah. it could create another Groot. Well, that's, yeah, that's what we were saying. It wouldn't be the same Groot. It wouldn't be teenage Groot. Though I could see him, them coming, like bringing the teenage one back, and they're just being another baby Groot. So we have two Groots. Oh my God, Groot family, Groot army. There, there was a whole plan. I think. I think what it's going to be is actually uh, Groot is going to um, be an adult when he comes back, because it'd be full circle. Because James Gunn said in the uh, Michael Rosenbaum interview that it was going to be. 
a trilogy. He always pictured it as a trilogy. I do remember. I do remember him saying that when I listened to that. So I think that, it that went from amazing. adult group to uh, baby group, and then for the last outing of the Guardians, it'll be an adult group again. Which will be amazing, and I'm very much looking forward to it. So then, yeah, as everybody knows, after uh, you know Thanos comes down and kicks everybody's ass, and uh, you know there's that moment where Scarlet Witch kind of blows, you know, destroys Vision, so he can't get the Mind Stone. And then there's like this moment where Thanos is like actually trying to comfort Scarlet Witch because she he knows how she feels. They have both experienced loss, yeah. so we got to see that part of him. But then, like a couple seconds later, he's rewinding time bringing Vision back to the moment before he exploded, grabbing him by the throat, and just ripping the stone out of his head. And then we just watched Vision just turn from purple and blue and gold and shit to just dark. Which just I thought that, that, was, that was pretty that was pretty heavy, the way that they just drained all the color out of him. I felt like more deaths should have been that. Oh my god. That was intense. She well, was see, and what's funny is is Marvel's always had this thing of the villains just being a villain. Right. Like, uh, for Iron Man 2, they tried to make, uh, I know his name's not Igor, but I'm calling him Igor. Uh, they tried to make Igor Whiplash, that's me. Whiplash, <laughs> a sympathetic character because his, his dad died, died, yeah. uh, having helped, uh, Tony's dad make the arc reactor and, you know, yeah, he stole him, but it was still, you know, his dad. And, you know, they tried to make that sympathetic, and they tried to make uh, the—is it Mordo? No, who was the bad guy? Cassius. 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 They tried to make him the guy that was like he saw the ancient one agreeing with the evil, making a bargaining with evil, and then said, "Well, that's not right," and then did the exact same thing. Yeah. So, Marvel's always had this issue with, except for Fox. Fox is on point with their villains. But <laughs> Marvel Studios, they've always had an issue with having kind of one-dimensional villains. And then here comes Thanos. Not only do we know that he is, in his mind, making the universe right and helping people. Right. For him, he, you know, there's the whole, every villain is a hero in his own story. Right. And this this case, it was true. In his story, he saw himself as the hero. Helping, you know, and he won. Making he got his happy right. ending. He did. He we watched him sit on a farm, staring at the sun, watching it rise like he told Doctor Strange he would. Yeah. And so and like like they got close with Killmonger in my mind, you know, and he was developed, he was Yeah. You, know, you felt sympathetic, you knew what he wanted, but not to the extent of Thanos. I mean I felt I disagree Thanos. I feel the opposite. Yeah, but she she felt like Thanos deserved like much worse. Thanos is a little bitch. <laughs> Low abusive bitch. Not that Killmonger isn't abusive, but I felt more for him. I I felt I felt a lot more for Thanos because his 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 thinking to me is sound. If you have an overpopulation and people are suffering, you need in his mind it made sense to me. You need to decrease the population so others can thrive. Why not use the Infinity Stones to make more stuff? 
and not last people. Fair enough, but he's <laughs> evil, so I have to give him that. It's it's more about. I mean, he is the Mad Titan. He killed his own people yeah. to uh, to find save. balance. So, you know, we have to. I I understand that he's. Insane. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, he was right. I'm just saying I can understand where he's coming from, why he does what he does, and Marvel did a really good job of showing me that. I see. I felt no sympathy for Thanos throughout the entire movie. Every time he opened his mouth, I just wanted somebody to punch him in it. She, at the end of it, she just looked at me. She was like, "Were they trying to make me feel like empathy for Thanos? Because it did not dick. work. Not <laughs> it didn't feel shit." And I was just like, I, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I understand what he was thinking, and it makes sense. I, no, I understand his thinking, and I totally mm -hmm. get that, but he's a bitch. Oh, I, like, him as a person, I can understand his thinking, but him as a person was trifling. <laughs> he's manipulative. He's just, he didn't love nobody. Well, I hope people that sympathize with Thanos aren't, like, telling something about themselves, because I, I was there. I was like, yeah. Okay, I understand. I think that means and that I you felt, are a bitch, sir. I felt <laughs> bad that he thought. I felt bad that he essentially, in his brain, was killing his daughter. Yeah. And oh, so and like sad. he, like the whole um, Mantis says he mourns. I was like, oh man, I didn't need to know that. Oh, so yeah. sad. Oh, I had to kill my daughter to oh, get this stone. Oh. I had to kill my daughter so I could kill everybody else. Oh. Because, I mean, he should have known that even if he hadn't killed her, you know, doing what he did could have possibly killed her. Like, he even said there was no... It was Bias. random. It was poor, wealthy, you know. It didn't matter what race you were because half of you were dying. So, I mean, he had to have known that do, even doing what he did, he was still going to kill Gamora. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still always that risk. But he was willing to take it either way, so I mean, I guess that's... He that, chose it. I feel no yeah. pity. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so we get to the end of all that, and then there's the uh, one and only post credit scene, which I thought was really well done, and it opens up for uh, the next big Marvel character to come in. Uh, I wish they would have let him say it. They should have, because there were a lot of people that did not understand like who it was at first, and... Like, I was losing my shit. I was like, oh, yes. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I wanted him to say, mother... I wanted him to say the whole oh, thing, because okay. it's Samuel Yeah, Jackson. that would make good, but they weren't gonna, they weren't gonna let Did that happen. Did they get any fucks? Did no. they have any fucks? No, they're not going to, because that no. would have made it... raised it into our movie, or... It would have made it... PG-13. Yeah, it was PG-13, so I don't so, think... I don't think you can it, have well, I mean, it's still... One F-bomb isn't gonna change the rating. But they it's a Marvel a movie finger. where they constantly tell people to watch them out. So yeah, they had a middle finger. They could have had him say "fuck." That was probably their their way of saying "fuck." Their one time without actually saying it. Uh, <laughs> so it's like you get one. <laughs> you, you get one. That's it. I hope they bring. I, I hope. Now, see, here's another problem. We don't know how it's going to affect uh, the one TV show that's connected to it. Oh, Agents of Shield. Have you? Are you caught up on that? Almost. Almost. They introduced three Graviton. To get to. They finally introduced Graviton. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, and uh, I told you who it was, right? 
No, I forgot. I uh, mean, you might Talbot. have, but I forgot. Talbot. Who? The general. General Talbot. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. When you, I, I thought you said Grobbit. I was like, it's Grobbit. Uh, but they are. It is crossing over. Like he, after getting his abilities, he talks to these aliens who tells him that Thanos is coming. And so he's like, well, we need to get more grav Gravitonium, which is in, like, Earth's core and stuff. So he wants to absorb that and fight Thanos. He, his words were that oh. like, he should be down there fighting with the Avengers. So he's most likely what? the destroyer of worlds. What I'm ho well, then, man, I hate when they do that, though, because then, you know Josh Brolin's not going to show up on a TV show. But maybe they'll show up in the so next Avengers movie. Oh, come on. If they were going to do that, they would have done it this time. So we could see well, maybe they're, maybe they're waiting for it. Like, I, I would be okay with that. I would be... I just want them to be in it at one point in time because how else are they going to do this without actually getting involved somehow? <sighs> Honestly, man, I just don't know. I, I feel like the show is doing the whole... Well, you remember I told you about the X-Files thing? Yeah. Uh, where they stopped showing Mulder but kept promising Mulder was going to show up at some point? Right. So you've got all these crossovers like they did Lady Sith, but no Thor. Uh, yeah. And then they cleaned up the Dark Elf stuff, but no uh, no Asgardians that mattered showed no. up there. No. And yeah. the one time they've ever done anything that was just like, Awesome. In terms of crossover, is when they had Samuel L. Jackson, and it threw me through a loop because Samuel L. Jackson's never been on TV as far as I know. Right. Well, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was on TV that one time, and that was it. Well, no, I mean he was in a couple of episodes too. Like yeah. when Hydra took over, he was in those episodes. Yeah. He saved Coulson. Um. So like he's been in it and and stuff, and I know that they can pull the strings because they've got the ability it's just whether or not they're going to and I don't think what I really want is okay so you have yeah I know that they have they started the Avengers they got them all together by killing Coulson like, right. like them coming together to be like hey you know Coulson believes in you guys and you just kind of spat in his face when you're not uh, getting along working together you know all that so then, what would be greater than Coulson coming in and telling Tony and Cap and everybody, get your shit together, man? That would be beautiful, and I very much want that. I would love for I Coulson think that would back. be the best way to get them to come back together, because he's already he's going to be in Captain Marvel. Right, it's true. So he could show up in Avengers. I'm okay with that. He'd be like, I'm yeah, I'm running okay this. with that. Uh, at one point, I was director of Shield, and then I hated it, so I stopped doing it. <laughs> it was bullshit. Um, but yeah, that would be amazing, and this entire movie was absolutely incredible. And I'm sure there are some things we didn't even touch on, but we are getting long in our show, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, but real quick, uh, I did do a poll on on our Facebook page, and I asked uh, if you could wield any of the Infinity Infinity Stones, which would you choose? Um, I'm going to ask you, uh, which would you choose? So I can add it to the thing. Reality so, Stone. Reality. reality. Reality was the best. One. Okay. Sorry, not uh, sorry. No, no. I, I voted Reality as well, so that just bumped that up to a four, so Reality won that. Uh, behind that, two people had voted for the Time Stone, and one person each had voted for uh, the Soul and the Power Stone. We had no 
No votes for the mind and soul. Or, uh, no, mind and space, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> nobody... I mean, it wasn't a whole lot, but it was still... It was still interesting to figure out what people would have uh, uh, wanted. Um, well, see, with the reality stone, like Percy said, I could just do whatever I wanted. That's very true, and that's what Make I was whatever thinking. Make whatever right. reality I wanted. Like when he said, I'm going to sit on a beach and... He was obviously making that beach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and one last question: uh, Where would you rank Infinity War from uh, one to nineteen, and like your favorites, if you could put a space for it? Oh snap! Um, I'd go two. Go I'd go two. two. What was because your, what was Avengers, your one? Avengers, the first, the first one. Avengers. Because that set it all up, and I mean. There, while it was great to see these guys come back, come back together and, right. and work as a team, it was great seeing them get together first. You, yeah, you'd never get over your first. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> or you never forget your first. Right. And that was, I mean, seeing them and like the, they did really well with the whole uh, working together thing on this, like making sure, like you said, nobody. Uh, got more time than, the than other, they needed. Yeah, they gave everybody the a Avengers good amount of screen time. mastered that. Oh yeah. The first Avengers was like, and it was all, you know, first we hit Thor and, and and Hulk, and they're doing stuff, and then they punch somebody into the next people. Right. And the next people do the same thing, and it was always, it, you could feel the teamwork, and I know you can't do that with eighty people, but Avengers did it perfectly. It was. In my mind, it was the quintessential Avengers movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, that's all. I, I that's was trying all, to think uh, of a better word, but right. Well, that's all we uh, we really got on that. We are running well, really hold on, long. Hold on, hold on. What about Kirsty? I'm good. You not? Do you not have one? She's good. I'm good. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll wrap that up. But um, after this episode, like I said, I uh, well, I hadn't mentioned, but I I did interview uh, a couple people. They were really quick clips of uh, some people that I asked what they thought about Infinity War. Let us know what you thought of Infinity War. You can follow uh, Alec and I both on Twitter. I'm at Koi Catastrophe. He, he's at Batsy91 with an I-E, not a Y. And, um, yeah, we, we want to hear about what you thought about it. And uh, we hope you have a great week. And we will see you guys, we'll talk to you guys in just a couple weeks. Good night. What did you think of Infinity War? Um, really interesting, really good. Uh, wouldn't say perfect. Do a little kind of peeves here and there, but all in all, it was a really good. It lived up to the hype. Lived up to the hype, I'd say. Uh, Infinity War. It was a very good movie. Definitely one of the top five Avengers movies that have come out. Uh, even though not many people are going to be happy with what happens with Star-Lord and beating the crap out of Thanos, uh, it, this part of his character design, I will say that probably be the only part of the movie I could see being seen poorly by people that don't pay as much attention throughout the whole film. Uh, favorite part of the whole movie is watching Benedict Cumberbatch called the other Sherlock Holmes the douchebag.